This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Day 32 of the UAW strike, and it looks like the automakers are in no mood to concede anything more to the union. J.P. Morgan estimates that Ford is losing $44 million a day, while GM is losing $21 million. And the automakers worry that the union is trying to force them into a bad deal that will leave them uncompetitive in the marketplace. Morgan Stanley says a new contract could force the automakers to cut back on their capital spending and delay their EV programs. In contrast to the UAW's approach, the Canadian union Unifor is getting the results it wants without all the bitterness. Even though it took a brief strike that only lasted hours, GM workers in Canada overwhelmingly approved a new contract that includes 20% raises, a transition to top pay in four years instead of eight years for new employees, plus fully defined pensions in COLA. Unifor has settled with GM and Ford, and it will now negotiate with Stellantis. And the Canadians will likely have a contract with all three automakers before the union even gets one. Meanwhile, Sean Fain is generating solidarity with other unions from Europe. Here's what he said in his latest video. I want to acknowledge our international union family who have made the long trip to the United States to stand in solidarity and stand up with our members. Leaders from FIOM, the largest industrial union in Italy, came here. I'm wearing their hoodie today. They were joined by our union family from Unite, the powerhouse UK union. Also attending were leaders from Industrial, the global labor federation that we all belong to. Our fight's not just about us. It's about the working class. Our companies exploit workers across borders. It's our job to unite and organize across the borders as well. While Fain is talking about working with European unions, we wonder if he'll reach out to unions in Mexico as well. Okay, let's move past our union coverage. GM's autonomous division cruise is expanding its business. It's now offering rides to the public in Houston for its driverless service. And the company says it updated its vehicles to improve interactions with emergency vehicles and first responders after several incidents. By working with the police, EMS, and fire officials, Cruises vehicles can better recognize an emergency situation, exit a scene more quickly, and have improved emergency vehicle prediction behavior. Cruise has also made it so first responders can move a vehicle manually if they need to. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Toyota has started putting a lot more effort into its EVs and we'll use the Japan Mobility Show at the end of the month to reveal a couple of concepts that hint at its electric future. The FT3e is an SUV that looks like it could have a similar shape to the Jaguar I-Pace 
and will display the charge level and interior temp and air quality on a long band that stretches across the lower part of the front doors. And the FTSE is a sports car that is meant to have a more immersive driving experience with several display screens mounted around the rectangular steering wheel. Toyota recently showed how it's going to take a more modular approach to vehicle manufacturing, and despite the big differences in these concepts, they'll share major components with each other. It also says it wants these cars to continue to grow with the driver through software updates, as well as offer convenience functions that sound like different levels of ADAS and hands-free driving. We'll learn more when the Japan Mobility Show kicks off on October 26th. California has already mandated that all new car sales must be electric by 2035, and now it's mandating that all new school buses must also be electric by the same time. The state estimates that it will cost $5 billion to make the transition, but school districts will save money in the long term from not having to spend money on fuel, and they could also earn money with bi-directional charging. California is the fifth state to mandate electric school buses joining Connecticut, Maine, Maryland, and New York. Chinese automaker Hong Ki, which is the high-end luxury brand of state-owned FAW, just got approval for the newest version of its L5 sedan. Not much has changed from the all-new model that came out in 2014, other than a bigger grille and a two-tone paint job, but with an intended target of high-ranking Chinese officials and the ultra-wealthy, the L5 has some impressive stats that are hard to pass up. It's over 19 and a half feet, or nearly 6 meters long, which is more than 16 inches longer than a Maybach. It weighs 3,150 kilograms, or about 7,000 pounds, and features a roughly 390-horsepower 4-liter V8 engine. A price tag of 5 million yuan, or $680,000, is just as impressive as its size. Thanks to the Chinese Ministry of Industry and Information Technology and Car News China, we're getting our first look at Volvo's first minivan, the EM90. It's an all-electric model that's based on the same platform as the Zeker 009, which comes from parent company Geely. It's nearly the exact same size as the current Chrysler Pacifica minivan. A single 272-horsepower electric motor will drive the rear wheels, and it will feature an NMC, or nickel-manganese-cobalt battery pack from CATL but its capacity is unknown at this time. We suspect there will also be several other variants of the EM90, including with all-wheel drive. But that's all the details we have for now. You can now buy a Ferrari with crypto. The automaker's head of marketing told Reuters that it's now accepting cryptocurrency as payment for its cars in the U.S., and it will start doing the same in Europe in the first quarter of next year it will eventually extend to other markets where it's legally accepted as well. Ferrari says it made this decision because of requests from customers and dealers. And that makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of crypto millionaires out there. As you may remember, Tesla began to accept payments in Bitcoin in 2021, but Elon Musk put a stop to it over environmental concerns because of all the electric energy that's needed for mining the currency. But that brings us to the end of today's show. 
Thanks for tuning in. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data.